Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered ChampaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Metro News This Morning. Bringing you this morning's biggest news headlines from across the state. It is Wednesday, May 20th, 2020, and good morning. I'm Chris Lawrence. Welcome to another edition of Metro News This Morning, where we get your day started with information you need in the Mountain State. Today's forecast for West Virginia, the rain will continue for today and the next several days. A low-pressure system is hanging out, and that's going to uh, leave us with soggy conditions Really all the way through the holiday weekend. More on the forecast coming up in a moment. First, let's check news from across the state this morning. At the Metro News Anchor Desk is Shauna Johnson. Good morning, Shauna. Good morning. Testing for COVID-19 is scheduled to begin as soon as today for all inmates and staff members in the block at Randolph County's Huttonsville Correctional Center, where one inmate has already tested positive. What is the first positive in an inmate at any West Virginia jail or prison? For now, Governor Jim Justice says that testing is limited. We find we have additional positives. We'll expand that testing to all the inmates in the entire facility. Officials with the State Department of Military Affairs and Public Safety say the inmate, a 62-year-old man, is in good condition. He's currently being held in medical isolation. State officials say they have determined his case is not connected to last week's diagnosis in a part-time correctional officer at Huttonsville. That correctional officer is in quarantine at home. Detailed results are in for statewide COVID-19 testing at nursing homes. State Chief Health Officer Dr. Kathy Slemp reported Tuesday that COVID-19 had neither previously been found nor was found at 71% of the state's 123 nursing homes. The testing of 9,000 residents and 14,000 staff members statewide came under an executive order by Governor Jim Justice following outbreaks at four facilities. Slump says the positive test rate was 0.18 percent. One-fifth of one percent of the people that we tested were positive for COVID-19. West Virginia Healthcare Association CEO Marty Wright said he was encouraged by the results saying the aggressive, proactive measures implemented by nursing homes have proven effective. I am Jake Flatley, WVMetroNews.com. State Department of Health and Human Resources Secretary Bill Crouch, meanwhile, says COVID-19 testing is now complete at 67 of the 94 licensed assisted living facilities in West Virginia, and no positive cases have been found yet. For daycare workers, all but three tests from 1,440 child care workers conducted up to now have been negative. Today, DHHR is reporting 1,514 cases of COVID-19 confirmed in 53 West Virginia counties since March with 68 deaths. 
More than 950 of those people have recovered. Coming up tomorrow, malls in West Virginia start to reopen for the first time since March, permitted as part of Governor Justice's reopening plan. Going forward, those at the Charleston Town Center Mall says they've put in additional hand sanitizing stations and will be cleaning frequently touched spots more often and promoting social distancing for shoppers. Shoppers at the Crossroads Mall in Mount Hope are being asked to wear masks in the mall. Individual store hours there may vary. In Wood County, no reopening date is yet set for Vienna's Grand Central Mall. Mall officials there say they hope to get back to business soon. A Democratic gubernatorial candidate, activist Stephen Smith, claims Governor Justice is not serving all West Virginians in the pandemic. If you want to know how he's doing, ask the tens of thousands of workers and small businesses who have been left in the dust. This is what happens in a crisis in West Virginia. Those in charge try to convince us that we have to choose between our health and our bank accounts. Smith was part of a Tuesday debate that aired on WDTV and other great television stations in West Virginia. During the event, candidate Ben Salango, a Kanawha County commissioner, criticized the Justice Administration for holding off on distributions of $1.2 billion in federal coronavirus relief. Sitting back on it, just like they did the RISE program, just like they did the Roads to Prosperity money, isn't doing anything for anyone. We need to get that money out there to our businesses. We've got to make sure that they survive this. Boone County Senator Ron Stallings, a doctor, questions overall state preparedness. Prior to all this, we've uh, we've cut public health. I voted against it, spoke against it, but there's uh, 300 public health workers in West Virginia now, and there was 800 uh, 10 years ago. The other Democratic gubernatorial candidates, Douglas Hughes and Jody Murphy. In-person early voting begins a week from today for West Virginia's June 9th primary election. But thousands of absentee ballots are already in to county clerk offices statewide. More than 115,000 in the last count from the Secretary of State's office. Because of the pandemic, everyone is eligible to request an absentee ballot this year. It's up to the state Supreme Court now to determine which ballots will be counted in the Harpers Ferry town election out of Jefferson County. Nearly a year after Election Day there, the court heard arguments remotely Tuesday focused on four votes that could determine council race outcomes and subsequently town decisions on projects like the long-stalled Hilltop House Hotel project. Attorney Ryan Donovan is representing Harpers Ferry. We need to keep our courts out of our elections and we need to keep our elections out of our courts. And the way to do that is to follow the rules, observe the standard of review, affirm the trial court. There were issues with the four voters whose ballots were ruled ineligible because of their addresses, which they argue are in Harper's Ferry. The Boone Coal Festival, typically held in June, typically held in June, is now off because of the coronavirus pandemic. Also canceled this year, Wheeling's 4th of July concert with the Wheeling Symphony Orchestra, Wellsburg's Independence Day celebration, and what was going to be the 59th annual 4th of July celebration in Alderson. Those at Ogilvy Resort in Ohio County are still planning to have fireworks this Saturday night, part of the Memorial Day holiday weekend. People are being told to stay in their vehicles away from others to watch those fireworks. In Taylor County, a group called American Bikers Aimed Toward Education is planning a ride for bets next Saturday, May 30th. What's meant to be a replacement, say organizers for Grafton's canceled Memorial Day Parade.
Thanks, Shauna. Coming up in our Metro News Backgrounder, the state's unemployment rate has skyrocketed to above 15%. Governor Jim Justice gave a financial update during yesterday's media briefing. We'll hear what he had to say coming up in a moment. Kyle Wiggs is at the sports desk today as they're going racing again tonight at Darlington. We'll talk about that in all the day's sports. It's all still ahead. Stay with us. West Virginia Outdoors is the Mountain State's only hook and bullet radio show dedicated to the more than quarter million hunters and anglers across the state. Award-winning host Chris Lawrence has been tracking down hunting and fishing stories for more than 25 years. Went in behind a little birch tree and said, I reached down and got the bow positioned and found his horns and dropped down and shot it in the neck. Whether it's hunting and fishing news. It tracks real super well, but not with a 60-pound carp tied to the side. Or just compelling stories about the enjoyment of the great outdoors. How close did you let him get in before you let fly on him? He was about 18 yards, Chris. He got turned in the right angle there, and I touched off the trigger, and when I hit him, he ran kind of up the hill, which scared me at first. West Virginia Outdoors covers it all. 7.06 a.m. on Saturday morning. And for your daily fix, Outdoors Today brings you two and a half minutes of news and notes from the woods and water every weekday morning. No one covers the great outdoors like like Chris Lawrence. Maybe if you think you're calling, he'd come back. And Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. In a moment, Kyle Wiggs on sports. Right now in our backgrounder, the state's unemployment rate is at 15.2% because of the coronavirus pandemic. Governor Jim Justice says more than 200,000 workers in West Virginia have filed for unemployment in the last two months. The more people who are not working, the more it hurts the state's tax collections. The governor with a financial update during his Tuesday media briefing from the Capitol. We're probably doing a slightly, a slight bit better financially than maybe what we anticipated, but it's still bad. I mean, you know... Uh, when you get a cannonball to the stomach like this, and, and you know, in the, in the month of April, you know, we dropped $192 million, I believe. And, uh, and, and right now we're going through, we're experiencing a time where there's a lot of dollars that are supposed to be coming in this week. You know, Friday, the collections were really probably about 35% higher than what we anticipated. But, you know, we've got this week and, and you know, and it'll all just kind of ebb and flow but uh but the net of the whole thing is this i think that we're we're positioned now to be able to have enough cash to be able to get us to the end of june and uh and and we're monitoring it every day we're still awaiting the guidelines to change to where we'll be able to start really uh genuinely backfilling revenue and uh and we're already going through and submitting things that uh you know, to where we can bring back some dollars, you know, on the guidelines that we have right now. And we're, and we're dealing with the same guidelines that the cities and the counties are dealing with. And so therefore it's, uh, you know, it, it's more restrictive right now. But, uh, but I think we're okay now until the end of June. Justice met with his revenue staff again Tuesday afternoon at the state capitol. To the sports desk now, Kyle Wiggs is in. And Kyle, they're ready to race again at Darlington today. Well, weather permitting. There is oh, uh, there is that. rain in the forecast, but you're right. Race two for the NASCAR series since they resumed is set for tonight in Darlington. Although uh, again there is rain in the forecast, they had an Xfinity race scheduled for Tuesday night at Darlington, and that race was postponed until Thursday night. They'll try and get the NASCAR race in tonight. If it's 
postponed. It'll likely be raced on Thursday as well. But uh, Kevin Harvick won the comeback race at Darlington on Sunday. WVU President Gordon Gee scheduled to be a guest on tonight's Metro News Statewide Sports Line. That's 6.06 along the Metro News Radio Network tonight and WVMetroNews.com. Thanks, Kyle. Coming up this evening at 6.06, the Metro News Statewide Sports Line. Time now for commentary with the voice of Metro News, Hoppy Kerchival. Chris, the West Virginia primary election 60 years ago this month was one for the ages. John F. Kennedy, the young senator from Massachusetts, started his presidential campaign as a long shot against more veteran Democratic rivals, including Senator Hubert Humphrey. Kennedy, who faced an anti-Catholic bias, decided to use the heavily Protestant state of West Virginia as a proving ground for his candidacy. He and Humphrey spent nearly five weeks traveling the hills and hollows of the Mountain State in the spring of 1960. West Virginia Wesleyan political science professor Robert Rupp is the author of The Primary That Made a President, John F. Kennedy and West Virginia. And Rupp said that retail politics were important, but Kennedy also made valuable use of television. Kennedy had a dozen TV ads, while Humphrey had none. And the two participated in a televised debate, which, according to Rupp, was only the second such event in American politics. And Kennedy spent lots of money. Lots of money. Rupp estimates as much as $1 million for an extensive statewide organization, advertising, a private plane, and, of course, cash handouts to voters. At the time, southern West Virginia politics were dominated by political bosses who created slates of candidates. Candidates paid to be on the slate, and then the political bosses handed out cash to voters to follow the slate. One of the more infamous bosses was Raymond Chafin of Logan County. In his autobiography, Just Good Politics, The Life of Raymond Chafin, he describes how Kennedy operatives gave him $35,000 in cash to deliver to voters. Factoring for inflation today, that would be about $300,000. Chafin wrote, I tell you what we did with it, we bought votes with it. Kennedy won big in southern West Virginia, but also carried most of the rest of the state where vote buying was not as prevalent. He won 50 of the 55 counties. Rupp said the victory was a seminal moment for the campaign. Quote, by demonstrating that he could win Protestant support in a state with 4% Catholic population, the primary win propelled Kennedy to the Democratic presidential nomination. Rupp writes that Kennedy was deeply moved by the wrenching poverty he witnessed during the campaign here. Two of his legacies were the federal food stamp program and the construction of Interstate 79. Also, Kennedy never forgot the importance of his West Virginia victory when he returned to Charleston in 1963 to participate in the state's centennial celebration. He told the crowd, I would not be where I am. I would not have the responsibilities which I now bear if it had not been for the people of West Virginia. Rupp also said it was during that short speech on that rain-soaked day where Kennedy famously said, the sun does not always shine in West Virginia, but the people always do. Professor Rupp will be my guest on TalkLine later this morning, and we will revisit that historic primary election 60 years ago this month. Chris? Thanks, Hop. Hoppy's commentary is posted daily to our website, wvmetronews.com. That's where you can also watch his show, Metro News Talk Line, each weekday from 10 to noon. Now to that West Virginia weather forecast on this Wednesday morning. Wet weather is going to continue across the state for the next several days as a low-pressure system is camped out nearby and the rain continues to linger. Precipitation ramping back up today, particularly across southern West Virginia. Unfortunately, the slow-moving storm is going to keep the threat for showers and possible thunderstorms in our forecast into the upcoming Memorial Day weekend. The good news is that a warming trend will take place with temperatures returning to near normal for the latter half 
of the weekend. Now with that, you're up to date. Have yourself a great day. For Hoppy Kerchival, Kyle Wiggs, and Shauna Johnson, I'm Chris Lawrence, and this is Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Metro News This Morning is an exclusive production of the Metro News Radio Network. All rights reserved.